0: 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tyg and Daniel. Taylor Swift tickets at 740. Good morning, Daniel. Uh,
1: congratulations to Missy Tyg. She won tickets to go see leftover turkey at Kane's Ballroom. I done did it now, buddy. I done talked up a mouse. You what? I talked
0: up a mouse. Talked up a mouse?
1: <laughs> Remember the other day I was talking about on the Tulsa Reddit page, somebody had a post that said, hey, has anybody else had any trouble with field mice getting into their home? Mm -hmm. I live in an apartment on the fourth floor, and I was thinking, well, that's a problem I'll never have to worry about because ain't no field mouse going to get up into my apartment
0: because how in the world would it? Yeah, how does a mouse, I mean, I know they can walk, but it seems like that's a long journey. Wouldn't somebody have seen it on its trek to your apartment?
1: I don't know. I have no idea, but I'd been hearing like a little like some kind of noise. Hearing it at night? Hearing it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I was like, oh, man, that sounds like a, a rat. I used to live in New York City, Tiger. A rat is gross and real big. I saw this thing, this field mouse, run across my apartment last night. Adorable.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> it's real cute. They're cute, man. They really are.
1: And I mean, this thing, this thing is real tiny. Mm-hmm. It's like Mr. Jingles from Green Mile. Did mm-hmm. you see the Green Mile?
0: Yeah, where he held that little mouse in his
1: hand. Yeah. And all that. It's even smaller than that thing. And now I don't know what to do because I can't can't call Emco and have it eradicated. I don't want to put a glue trap down because that breaks my heart. I don't want to poison it. I don't know what to do, man.
0: Well, uh, previously uh, I had a house when I had squirrels in my attic and I had, I guess, field mice. And uh, I too, and uh, call me a wuss if you want to, I don't care. But I didn't want to put a trap out, you know, and basically decapitate it. That would have uh, messed me up pretty bad. And so we got on and we found this uh, this trap that if they walk into it, the, a little door just closes behind them. And then I would put it in the car and then go drop it off at a public park. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good idea. Probably illegal. That's what I would do.
1: Well, so what I figure if I did that, then I set up this trap, I put peanut butter in it, this adorable little Mr. Jingles-like mouse, little Stuart Little. Walks in there, gets trapped. I take him outside by the river or whatever, let it go. Then it's going to slowly freeze to death. This is an apartment mouse now. It's not a mouse that could survive in the wild, I don't think. I wish, honestly, I wish I'd never seen it because if I didn't see that it was cute, I would have no problems getting rid of it. But now that I've seen it and its little furry legs, what am I, I don't know what to do. You had a problem uh, with
0: a spider once.
1: That's true, too. You became I, uh, attached to a spider. Yeah, I lived in an apartment, had a spider. And this was during COVID, so when, when nobody was seeing anybody. And at my apartment uh, there in, in Nashville, there's a spider outside the door, and it kind of up in my uh, door jam there, and I kind of got used to it. And I was like, I wanted to spray for other bugs, but then I was like, oh, man, I can't. There's spiders out there. What would you call them? I named it Spider-Man, <laughs> which is not ironic at all. Well, Have you ever had a spider creative. up
0: in your house, tongue? Yeah, and I don't kill them because um, if that happens... It's inside the house, it's got to go. Yeah, I I use a cup or something to get them outside. But, uh, you know, I hear it helps with other bugs and stuff, so I don't... I'm friendly. Me and a spider's tight.
1: I bet you have a spider in your living room or whatever, and in the web it's written,
0: some pig. (laughs) (laughs) Like Charlotte's Web? Yeah. That's mean.
1: You're calling me a pig. No, the spider is. I would never say that.
0: It's uh, 98.5 The Bull, today's Hot (laughs) Country with Tyg and Daniel. 740 Taylor Swift tickets.
2: 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5
0: The Bull with Tyg and Daniel, 703. Good morning, Daniel. In a bit of brilliant
1: marketing, Tyg, you said that there's a dog magic show coming to town, and your son, who is seven, was at school, and... The Dog Magic people did a brilliant thing. They just gave all the kids a free ticket.
0: Yes. So uh, I guess they come to the the uh, Tulsa Public Schools. Every kid, including my son, comes home with a free ticket to the Dog Magic show, which I never even heard of. Brilliant, by the way, because his ticket's free. Guess whose ticket's not free? My ticket. No one else's. Well, my son comes home with a free ticket, and I think other people have gone through this. Uh, they used to do this with the fair when I was a kid. They give all the kids free tickets to the fair. And then you're roped in because, you know, I don't have an excuse. I can't be like, uh, son, that's, uh, you know, you're that's going to be too much money.
1: Well, why don't you just tell him, like, hey, man, uh, this, is, uh, this is going on at a time we can't attend.
0: Because now he's at an age, we used to be able to spell out things in front of my son. You know, if I was going to say something like, we're going to go see the SHOW tonight. So he wouldn't know what we were talking about. Oh, he knows show now. You know, he will he knows what we're spelling, so there's no getting oh, away from it. So he this. can read the ticket. You said he, he knows can... the day that it's happening. He, he went over the to the calendar. calendar. He says, oh, good, we're out of school that day. Oh, no. <laughs> Brilliant on the magic, the dog magic show people to give the, all the kids free tickets because now the parents are roped in. So uh you asked if we were going? Yeah, we're gonna have to go. 100 gotta go now. Huh? <laughs> but it was cool cool. I read about it. These are all rescue dogs, this guy. Like I was a little saved. upset. I wish I could go. It looks like it'd be a great time. And he taught them how to do tricks and stuff, and now they're on the road. It's Chris Stapleton on 985 the Bull. The room, I know you got 985 the Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. You see this from time to time. You'll be uh you'll be out and you'll see um like a light post and there'll be a picture of a dog on it and somebody's looking for their dog and it always breaks my heart because you know we all love our pets and to think uh i couldn't find my dog even for five minutes much less night after night after night would be a horrible nightmare
1: hellish nightmare yes
0: it's 98.5 the bull welcome in well daniel i i uh i have to say that i was part of a dog rescue
1: oh my gosh would you like to hear the story oh i'm sure you're gonna tell us because what tig likes to do is anytime he helps anybody with a flat tire or does any type of decent deed, he comes on here <laughs> and then under the guise of just telling the story, he then brags about how he helped
0: <laughs> help someone. Okay, not so really. Let me guess. Here we go. Okay. Well, anyway.
1: The Good Samaritan
0: This was not up. a light post story. This was more of a next door app story where, you know, it's like Facebook for your neighborhood, and people will post um, you know, about dogs sometimes. Like my mm-hmm. dog got out. And I'm gonna try to make sense of this. I saw a lady that was missing her dog. Okay. And I I took note of it. I said, oh, that is a cute, cute little animal. And I kind of memorized what the dog looked like. I said, oh, that's sad. I hope they find that dog. Later, I saw a post where somebody found a dog. And I said, this dog, this other person found, looks like the dog the other lady's looking for. And I found out that we had a mutual friend on Facebook. And I sent her a message. I said, listen, I think your friend... The dog she's looking for, I think it's actually been posted on, like, next door. And I think that that's the dog she's looking for. Somebody's put up a post of a dog they found. It looks like the same dog that that lady that your friend is looking for. And you know what? It turned out it was the dog. And because of my initial message, I reunited that dog with that family. You, you follow me here?
1: Yeah, you sent a message. Yes. Congratulations. I bet G.T. Bynum is going to try to give you the key to the city.
0: Well, let me tell you the rest of the story. Oh, there's more. Oh, there's another layer. Oh, my gosh. And it infuriated me.
1: Wait, let me let me predict before you even <laughs> okay, tell me. Okay, go ahead. I imagine the friend didn't give you the credit that no, you feel like no you deserve. No, no credit
0: whatsoever. In fact, <laughs> when the lady was reunited her, with her dog, she thanked the lady that I had messaged. And I go, you know, and this lady even posted on the post saying, the lady that I had messaged saying, I think that's your friend's dog was like, oh, you're so welcome. I love fur babies and all this. She didn't say anything about me. You feel like she should have tagged you in the uh, I think, post? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I got the ball rolling. I mean, is that a ridiculous thing? Am I being a bad person?
1: A little bit, but then you know, I'm the same way a little bit. I hate to admit it. I would get a little upset if I weren't tagging the post, too.
0: This lady took all the credit for the work I did. I was the one who put two and two together. And uh, now I'm mad at that lady because she didn't say, oh, no, you know what? It was actually Tig that got this thing going. She just goes, you're welcome. We love our fur babies or something.
1: Why don't you tag yourself in the post?
0: Because then I thought that would be uh, uncouth.
1: I did that same thing. I found a um, a dog by the river not too long ago, and there's this lady in my apartment complex that I knew just loved dogs, and she'd recently lost one. and. She was just devastated, and I was like, "Hey, I, I you know, you probably want to rescue this dog." And then she did, and then put this long post about how, oh, and then she thanked her old dog that had passed away, like, "Oh, thank you, Spot," or hey, whatever, no for, of for, for bringing this new dog into my life. She thinks the perished dog for <laughs> that time brought the dog to her, and yeah. I was like, "No, no, I, 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 I did that."
0: You are kind of guilty of this too, because when we first started here, you found a wallet. And we were all kind of commiserating, like, oh, my God, like, you know, somebody out there is missing their wallet. It's got every credit card in there. It's got a military idea. It's got a driver's license. Like, this guy's whole life is in this wallet. And you really, we actually, at the radio station, started, like, Googling stuff and to find out who this guy was. We shut down the
1: whole show. I think maybe we even talked about it on the air. We basically spent that whole morning trying to
0: find the guy who owned the wallet. And account. I
1: and I thought, man, when this guy gets this wallet back, because what a pain to try to to cancel. call every credit card yeah. company
0: and get a new driver's license. We we're saving this guy a lot of time by by contacting him.
1: So we finally got a hold of him. He comes up to the studio and he goes, "I give him the wallet." and He goes, "Thanks, man,"
0: and left. That was it. <laughs> There's was was no like, it. yeah. So you kind of feel what I'm going through a little bit, right?
1: That's awful to feel that way. I imagine people though that give money anonymously sometimes. Like have a building named after them. Do
0: mm-hmm.
1: you think they tell a few people?
0: Oh, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. So I'm not crazy, am I? I mean, I feel like a bad person, but uh, that lady stole my my valor. I don't think you say you stolen valor. Well, it's valiant that I did that, wasn't it? That I, you know, I could have ignored the dog post, but anyway, being that later in a fight now.
1: Does she know that you've offended her? No, she. she oh, no I hope she's not listening. You're really <laughs> so, going to be hated in your neighborhood. Uh,
0: I'm going to be loved, actually, because we're giving away Taylor Swift tickets, which is like the hardest ticket to get in, in history, apparently. Uh, that's a 740 Taylor Swift tickets right here. on uh, And I'm going to brag about it. We're going to give you Taylor Swift tickets.
2: <laughs> Tig only. It's 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull Weather. Provided by Community Care. Your locally owned health plan
0: so many uh, great restaurants here in the Tulsa area it's 98.5 the bull with Tiger Daniel you're a foodie Daniel you love going out love going out
1: to eat I love all the restaurants in Tulsa I wonder Tiger have you ever had a meal so good
0: that you said to the uh server you said compliments to the chef this was delicious (laughs) I have not done that I've seen that in tv shows and things but uh you've done this I don't think I've ever done it Cause I would be,
1: it would be a- awkward to me. But I, I hear, I hear people saying it sometimes. Compliments to the chef. Compliments to the chef. I wonder if you work at a restaurant and somebody says this to you, like your server, whoever you might be, the host. Do you go back there and tell the chef? Do you go back there and give compliments to the chef, or you just be like, yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah, you just hold it to yourself. Yeah. So if you work at a restaurant, nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight, and somebody says compliments to the chef. Are you going back there and really giving compliments (laughs) to the chef? Do you think they are, Tang? What what is your speculation here?
0: Uh, It depends on if they like the chef or not. If they're friends with the chef, they would probably relay that. But if they hate the chef, they probably don't want to give them a compliment or even pass along a compliment.
1: I worked in New York City in a fancy French bistro. I lied to them and told them I had restaurant experience. I did not, and I got a job as a busboy. And the chef at this particular place, mean as a snake. He made Gordon Ramsay seem like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I wouldn't say a word to this guy. But now I did see that guy one time for real walked out into the restaurant just kind of looking around, and the the patrons took notice of him and gave him a round of applause.
0: Really? Yeah. Wow. So, uh, Daniel, you want to know if you've been a server or you are a server, if somebody said compliments to the chef, do you actually go tell him that or her that? 918 879 918 879 918-879-9898. Gonna learn a thing or two this morning. It's Gary Allen on ninety eight five The Bull today's hot country. It's ninety eight five The Bull today's hot country. Dino, uh, mark it down. About twelve minutes away from Taylor Swift tickets. A hot ticket. All sorts of problems with even buying them the regular way. But uh, we're cutting all the red tape. You just listen to us at seven forty. You can end up with those Taylor Swift tickets.
1: Yeah, well, I was wondering, Ty, all the great restaurants in town. If uh, anybody ever goes, uh, excuse me, compliments to the chef. If the server then goes back there and actually tells the chef you know oh you got some compliments here or do they just oh yeah right okay and then go about their
0: day right. what do you think tag tag's never worked at a restaurant and, i feel like uh, they uh they wouldn't because what i've heard about chefs and god bless you if you're a chef and i'm sh- i'm sure that there's but i hear that they have an attitude problem sometimes and uh maybe the servers don't like the chef and they would not want to give them any compliment whatsoever
1: it's not that they have an attitude problem but you could imagine how stressful it is when you've got about 20 20- dishes you know you're trying to get out get into the window you're gonna be stressed out it's a stressful job you should watch that show on Hulu called the the bear it's about working in a restaurant how stressful it is you don't know what it's like because you've not worked at a restaurant before right it's uh, it's called in the weeds and in the weeds means you're so busy and so many people have come in and you're just working your tail off and tempers do flare
0: so you want to know if the server uh, passes along a compliment to the chef if a patron does so.
1: Yeah, so if somebody's there and they go, my compliments to the chef, I want to know if the server then immediately walks to the kitchen and goes, hey, chef, uh, this person at table whatever said compliments to you, or if they simply walk out beside the dumpster and smoke a cigarette.
0: Good morning, Ty. Good, Daniel. Who's this? Amanda. Amanda, so uh, Dana wants to know if you work at a restaurant and you're a server, somebody uh, says compliments to the chef. Do you pass that along or you just keep it to yourself?
1: I'm actually a manager at Taste McDonald's, and a lot of my customers come through. Oh, this is amazing!
2: Oh, your crew member is amazing. Me being in their position, I went. I've always told my GM, "Hey, they got compliments. This is what was said. This is what was told." And they said they always keep coming back.
1: I've even had customers say, "Oh, you're just so sweet. You're adorable looking." Okay, thank you. Wait, I don't want to fool you.
0: When somebody says you're adorable looking, is that uncomfortable?
1: <laughs> it is, when it comes from like the, the older, older guys, like in their seventies. But if it's See, a younger a hot guy, it's okay.
2: <laughs> I can I, okay, how do I don't want to say this? I'm 37. I actually passed, like, a 16, 18-year-old.
0: Oh, really? So, yeah. Uh you're so lucky, because I'm a, uh, I'm not too far off you, and I look like I'm 70.
2: I age gracefully, I
0: guess? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> All right, so, you do pass it along. If somebody compliments one of your employees, you'll pass it along to them.
1: Yeah, even when I was a waitress, they was like, oh, that's amazing. Can you go tell the chef this? Yeah, sure, another deal. Where did you, uh, when you were a waitress, where was that? Uh,
0: Denny's and Joe's
1: Cup Shop. All right, so at Denny's at least, if they said compliments to the chef, you went back there and told Chef
0: Denny uh, compliments to yep. you, chef.
1: Like, hey, you got a good review, buddy. Like, okay,
0: mark it in my book. So uh, she does pass along the compliments.
1: I wonder if anybody ever is eating food and they just hate it. They go, insults to the chef.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You should try that one. Do do you notice the compliments we get? It's like the reverse. Like we'll have people say, man, uh, I have a friend that listens to you all the time, Mm -hmm. loves the show. Then we meet the friend and they couldn't care less. It's like the opposite. It happens we, a lot. Yeah. When, <laughs> nobody wanted to compliment us. It's 7:31 uh, with Ty and Daniel, uh, nine minutes away from Taylor Swift. Tickets right here on 98.5 The Bull. Good morning.
2: 98.5 The Bull. Weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan.
0: 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country with Ty and Daniel. Taylor Swift tickets are free right now for the uh, the person that's victorious in our 98.5 The Bull fight. Daniel. Uh, With us today, we've got... We've got Misty, who's on the way to the
1: dentist. Where are you calling from, Misty? Broken Arrow. Broken Arrow taking on Kristen and her daughter, Madison. Kristen, where are you guys calling from? Sand Springs. Sand Springs. All right, guys. Uh, These tickets are very hard to get, so this is a huge deal here. Today's quiz, you'll be battling against each other. It's called the Auto vocabulary quiz all the answers to these words begin with a-u-t-o auto all right you guys understand yes yeah, yes yeah. all right Misty, you're up first this is the opposite of manual automatic automatic is correct Kristen this is a motorized vehicle automobile automobile Misty This is someone's signature. Uh, (laughs) Autograph. Autograph is correct. Kristen, this is someone's memoir. Autobiography. Yes, we are tied up, Tiger. The tension is palpable. Uh. Misty, this is how a plane flies itself. Oh, um, and my husband's uh, airline machine. Oh, my autopilot. gosh. Autopilot. Uh, unfortunately, you didn't make it in time, but it was autopilot. Uh, your first goose egg there. Kristen, <laughs> if you get this one right, you take the lead. This software, it's a software feature that fixes typos, often with hilarious mistakes of its own. Auto-correct. Autocorrect is correct. And with that, Kristen has taken the lead. Misty, you must make a comeback now with only two questions left to go. This, Misty, is a post-mortem examination. Oh, God, I can't think of it. That was autopsy. (laughs) Yes. Kristen... Yes. Are you nervous? If she gets this, she sounds sounds shaky a little bit. Who are you trying to win these tickets for, by the way, Kristen? My daughter and I. We play your game every morning. All right. Well, you're one question away from Taylor Swift. Auto-processor, which alters a voice to match a specific pitch. Auto-tune. Auto-tune? June. That is correct. You have now defeated Misty in the ninety-eight five the bull fight. Yay! Congratulations. Thank you. You have uh you can breathe a sigh of relief now. You've defeated Misty. But here's a here's a question for you, Christian and Madison, and maybe you could ask Madison. You guys could hold on to these tickets for yourself or you can give them to Misty. Misty, <laughs> who are you wanting to take to the show with you?
2: My husband.
1: Misty and her husband would love to go see Taylor Swift. Kristen and Madison, though, it's up to you guys. What do you decide to do? I think because she just turned 12 last week, we're going to keep them. All right. They are going to viciously keep the tickets. I don't blame you guys. These things have been <laughs> so hard to get. Uh, Enjoy. Is Madison excited? Thank or I, I haven't heard a peep out of Madison. Is she happy or not? <laughs> she's, she's doing very good holding it all in. Let, let, us, well, let, hey, us, let her let it out. We let, we'd like it. to speak to her really quickly. Hi. Hi. You, you're, trying to, you're excited or you don't really care?
2: I'm really excited.
1: Oh, What is your favorite Taylor Swift song? Um, I love her new
0: song, Antihero. All right. Well, there you go. You can tell she's a fan. Well, you ladies have a great time. Happy birthday, Madison, on a, yeah, your, 12-year-old your birthday. Year. Yes. Thank you. And we're back tomorrow morning, guys. Um, if you didn't get through today for Taylor Swift tickets, uh, we do this all over again tomorrow on a Friday morning. It's 740 right here with Ty Godano on 98.5 The Bull. Until then, here's Zach Brown Band with Knee Deep. Good morning, guys. It's almost like the uh, cities around here are battling each other. (laughs) Did you see this that uh, you ever go to like, you know, to a downtown and they have like a tree lighting ceremony. You know, we know the big one in in New York at Rockefeller Center, but, you know, local communities do it, too. But they've scheduled like all of them tonight is Tulsa's tonight, too. I didn't see that. But a lot of them, like Claremore's, doing theirs tonight at 6 p.m., the uh, annual community tree lighting. Is at 6 p.m. in Claremore. And then uh, they've got some other competition out there because the Jinx Chamber of Commerce is hosting its annual Lights On celebration uh, today at 5 o'clock. Basically just after work for everybody. And you know, a lot of them are giving you hot chocolate and that kind of stuff. And then uh, not to be all done, Broken Arrow is doing it from 6.30 uh, to 8.30 tonight, all all today. If they staggered them a little bit, you could go to all of them, but now you're going to have to choose between your favorites. Do you go to these tree lighting ceremonies? Yeah, I did. I did last year. It was fantastic. Loved it. Which one? Uh, I went to one in Tulsa, and they had a brass band out there, and they had a singer, and I mean, there must have been, I'm not kidding, like a thousand people there. It was totally free to walk up, and then they did a countdown, all the trees lit up, and And where was it? It was at Utica Square in Tulsa. Oh, okay. Uterus Square. Got it. Yeah. You're an idiot.
1: I didn't know that you did that kind of thing. I guess, well, you didn't until you had a kid, and now that you've tried to. It's fun thing now about having Now that you've got a, a son, it's like a Hallmark movie for you over time. Yeah, I house. mean,
0: to be totally honest, the last time I went to a water park was 20 years ago. But you have a son or a kid, you start reliving those things. And, you know, I probably wouldn't have gone to a tree lighting, but, you know, with him, it makes it fun again.
1: I, I like to complain about the cold, but there's something about if you're at a tree lighting ceremony, thank goodness it will be somewhat cold tonight because it's hard to do that when it's 70 degrees outside.
0: It adds to the... Uh, It adds to the the spirit of it all. In fact, you know these uh, country songs we hear where people uh, sing Christmas music? Do you know that they record those in, like, July? And it would be hard to get all excited to sing a Christmas song like Carrie Underwood did a Christmas album. And so what they do is they turn the air conditioner down to, like, really ridiculously low and then they dress up the studio that she's singing in with uh, christmas lights and santa claus and stuff so you're right it does help elevate the uh, mood when it is a little chilly outside
1: and when will you guys at the rogers household do y'all's tree lighting ceremony
0: after thanksgiving i guess
1: all right because i see it at utica, utica square this time they're doing it thanksgiving day oh 6 30 which you know there's not you know after thanksgiving there's never anything to do that night because everything's closed yeah, so, so this f- is great So 98.5 The Bull.
2: 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan.
0: It's 98.5 The Bull. Hey, good morning. We're back uh, tomorrow at 740 with Taylor Swift tickets. Hey, my name is Tyg, and that over there is Daniel.
1: You know, uh, Tyg, I am somewhat of an entrepreneur. I come up with all these million-dollar ideas. What do you mean no I'm not?
0: You're You're like a dumb entrepreneur because you come up with ideas, but you never pursue them. I'm the idea guy. Okay. Do you understand? Yeah.
1: Um, would you like to do Tiger Daniel Shark Tank, where I pitch you the million dollar idea, and you can decide if you would like to invest in this idea with me?
0: All right. Lay it on me.
1: Now I know a lot of people in Tulsa have oil money and things like that. Do not use that money to do my idea. All right. What have we talked about getting before, Tig? We said a car
0: wash. Would be a great business, right? We have me and Daniel want to. Uh, uh, we've actually kind of been looking. We want to open a t- Tiger Daniel's car wash in Tulsa. Here's the here's the million dollar okay. idea. It's a car wash.
1: You go through this thing. It's automatic. You know, zzz, all the fancy so soaps and all that.
0: We're not getting out and spraying it down ourselves. We're sitting in the car and it's rolling. Through. One of those bad boys. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right.
1: Or it could even be the the one where you get out and manually do it too. It's fine. Then you'll have the complimentary vacuums like they all have, the complimentary mat cleaner. But then, on the driveway to get out of the car wash, mud puddle.
0: (laughs) Oh, I see. I see what you mean, um, because then you would be drumming up business as soon as everybody left.
1: Every time they leave, they got to drive through a big old mud puddle. (laughs) And who's to say there's not something in there (laughs) throwing up that mud? Hmm. Tell me how that wouldn't work, Tug.
0: Is there, is there any thought that somebody did enjoy the car wash? But when they exited, they realized that there was a mud puddle there that dirtied their car. Would they come back ever?
1: We won't tell them that we put the mud puddle there. They'll think it's just a mud puddle from runoff from the car wash.
0: Yeah, but the person will say that, that, that guy has a drainage problem. I don't think I'm going back to that car wash. Wouldn't they? Who knows what a customer
1: might think. I think it's a million-dollar idea. I'm going to be just as rich as George Kreiser. I'm <laughs> going to have a... Uh,
0: <laughs> really?
1: Have my own. I'm going to have gathering place, too. It's going to be on the other side of the river.
0: Are you going to donate a park and compete with gathering right. place? Yeah, look,
1: people calling right now wanting to invest. I don't know. This could be George Kreiser himself. Is this George Kreiser? Okay, yeah. George hung up. He does not like being identified. You ever, uh, by the way, when you go through the car wash, they have all these things like lava,
0: different soaps and all that. Yeah, it's all purple and red and stuff. I wonder
1: if they're just all doing the same thing. It's probably all just dawn.
0: Yeah, I don't know what that's... The, they, call the, it,
1: they call it weird stuff like yep. power wash. Sure. Supposedly,
0: there's different phases. One is like the wash phase. One's the wax phase. Yeah. It might be just the same stuff over but, And, and
1: I, I will fall for a gimmick every time. You say anything you want on that sign, I, I fall for it head over
0: heels. Let me tell you, if you're a uh, parent, you've got to do this. Your kids can't believe how awesome this is if you do this at the car wash. Okay, so you go through the car wash and you got the pink foam and all, blah, blah, blah. Finally, it washes all that off. And then at the end now, they have that dryer. Mm -hmm. And I did this once with my, I have a Shih Tzu, this little dog. He was in my lap. My son's in the uh, back seat. Get to that dryer, baby. And you hear that thing come on. It's like, roll down all the windows. It was like a, it was like a hurricane in there, man. And kids love it. The dog loved it. The dog does not love it. it.
1: I took my dog through a car wash once he thought we were going through a portal to another dimension. Do you remember uh, in Willy Wonka when they go through that tunnel and all that whatever the hell's going on in that tunnel? When they're in the boat? Oh, yeah. That's what my dog feels like a car wash is. The dog literally thinks we're going into another plane of existence. He thinks it's demonry, And he don't like it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, look for a Tiger Daniels car wash coming soon with a, a mud puddle at the very end. It's 98.5 The Bull.
2: 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. That's, that sounds good, but
0: I can't tell it's because you're in it It's 98.5 The Bull in today's hot country with Tiger and Daniels. Welcome into Did You See. We're going to take a look at what's going on around the world. And right here in Tulsa, brought to you by Eye Care Associates of South Tulsa. Daniel left here in the holiday spirit. Got a lot of Christmas-type stuff happening, holiday stuff happening. And uh, for whatever reason, it's all happening. A lot of it's happening at the same time tonight. Would you like to hear where you can see holiday lights? Yes, please. So uh, the city of Claremore is doing their community tree lighting today at 6 p.m. So you got that. So they're going to have like hot chocolate stuff. Pretty good, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, also the Jinx Chamber of Commerce is hosting its annual Lights On Celebration. uh, Basically after work from 5 until 8 p.m.
1: Yeah, that one's hosted by News on 6 chief
0: meteorologist Travis Meyer. Oh, my goodness. And that guy gets on stage. just like seeing a beetle. People love that guy. right? Oh,
1: yeah. He's got to be the most famous guy in Tulsa.
0: Travis Meyer there in Jinx today from five until eight, and then the City of Broken Arrow, not to be outdone, is doing their Christmas and Broken Arrow kickoff at six thirty. So you got you got your. If you're really ambitious, you could get to the one in Jinx at five, hang out there, at Broken Arrow for theirs. So uh, plenty of stuff to do uh, tonight as far as holiday Christmas stuff. Also, Daniel, did you see this? I get intimidated every now and then when I go to a an area I'm not used to because I go, I wonder if there's a toll between me and that place. You ever have that anxiety? I get the anxiety real bad when I'm just kind of like going along. Oh, my God, there's a sign that says toll ahead, and I don't have any cash. I should be smart and get that. uh, What's the pass people put in their windshield? Hike pass. Hike pass. Um, But now, for uh, people like me, there's an app for tolls here in Oklahoma, and it is called, what is this thing called? I keep forgetting. The Putt, the Plus Pass. Plus Pass. Yes. The Plus Pass. I'm like Walter Cronkite when I read the news, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. The Plus Pass. And it's an app you put on your phone, and then you can add money to it, kind of like you would with an Uber or other apps you pay with. It's connected to your credit card. You take a picture of your license plate, and that way, when you go through the tolls, it just pulls it out of that. Is it that all the
1: tolls? Like, if I get this, I never have to put cash in my car again. Is that
0: that true or not? It says uh, the Oklahoma Turnpike Authority has put this out. So that means to me, if they're the governing agency for toll boost, that it would count at every one. Because remember, we went to Oklahoma City for work, and we got off at an exit to stop for a second. We got back on, and the toll to get back on not only didn't have a person in there, it wouldn't even accept dollar bills. And I'm like, who has... Like three quarters in their car these days. And so we just have to run that baby. I'll try this. I've
1: got to drive home for Thanksgiving. i got to get on that Muskogee. Is that Turnpike? Yeah, when you're heading that way. Yeah, and uh, my dog won't be happy about this because the dog likes when we go through and pay the person because the person will offer the dog a dog biscuit.
0: Oh, he doesn't like the automation.
1: Right, so I'll need to put some dog biscuits in the car, I suppose.
0: Okay. What you got?
1: Oh, did you see this? Uh, you you want to get in the, hot, the festive spirit for all these tree lightings tonight, uh, if you're in the mood for uh, a little Christmas music or at least wintertime music. Here it goes. Here's some children singing uh, Let It Go. Beautiful.
0: Why, why are we playing this? It's children singing. You I don't know, you don't enjoy the the singing of children? Yeah, but it's so random. Is that in the news?
1: Yeah, it's children singing for holidays.
0: How dare you? Uh, how, how could you be mean to those children? I wasn't mean. I just don't understand the connection between we're talking right. about current events and you talked about the tree lighting. We talked about Travis Meyer
1: hosting it. Then I had some children singing a beautiful, kind of like cold weather holiday song. That's not a holiday song. What's about cold weather. All right. Also, did you see this? 53 rescue dogs survived a plane crash and be ready for adoption. And I don't mean like a little plane crash. Uh, this plane had to land on a golf course, Tiger, and went through trees. It ripped off the wings. Thank goodness all 53 rescue dogs were saved. Uh, all the humans on board were all right. Here's Maggie from the Humane uh, Society in uh, Wisconsin and the fire chief talking about this harrowing crash
0: landing.
2: This was a planned transport. We have um, on an ongoing basis, a partnership with Southern
1: Shelters to bring dogs up to the area.
0: This was a relatively catastrophic landing, where they went through trees, the wings actually came off of the aircraft, and then they came to rest
2: several hundred feet after where they originally tried to place the aircraft. The pilot did exactly what he should have done. So while obviously unfortunate, ended extremely well.
1: Man, that's like something out of a movie. Tyke, weren't you? You had to do a, um, I guess you wouldn't call it a crash landing, but you and uh, the your instructor one time had to do a, what would you call it, emergency landing. And unfortunately, you guys landed safely on, in Mobile. <laughs> unfortunately.
0: That no, <it> was Atlanta. <laughs>
1: oh, is that in Atlanta? Yeah.
0: And, Whoa. Uh, we landed on a road in Atlanta because our engine quit. And uh, I was 17 at the time, and it really didn't bother me. But looking back, I go, uh, I could have died. You're and, uh, telling
1: me that when that when you when you're up in there were you taking lessons or what was going on?
0: Yeah, I was uh, getting flight instruction and we flew into Atlanta, but about 10 miles away from the airport our engine quit and so we you know once you lose your engine, you're only gliding at that point and it's only a matter of time before you and the earth meet and that quote didn't bother you I, I was 17 I was almost too dumb to realize the gravity of the situation. What was and, your instructor doing? Uh, he's freaking out. <laughs> he was freaked, man. He's, did he start reading the Lord's Prayer uh, into, the, uh, into the microphone in a to uh, flight it was, tower? It was uh, uncomfortable. The weirdest thing is we landed on this road in Atlanta, and then we've got this plane on a road in Atlanta, a major city. And we go, now, what do we do with the plane? So we just pulled it in some guy's driveway. This guy gets home from work. and He's like, what is there a plane doing in my yard? <laughs> so as traumatic as I would think that would be, you are like, nah, not a big deal. Not looking back,
1: I you know, I think, geez man, that could have been the end of it. These people landed on a golf course, went through trees, and their wings got ripped off. Luckily, so, dogs probably
0: don't have the capacity to understand the gravity of the situation they were in.
1: I bet those dogs won't get on a plane again anytime I bet, soon. Nah,
0: I bet those dogs got off that, and they might have been traumatized for a second until you held up a, a milk bone. Then they're fine. Yeah,
1: they're like, dogs were like, we ain't getting on a, another plane ever again, no matter what, unless they offer us one begging strip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> And that's it, man. All right. You're up to date. It's 98.5 The Bull. Tomorrow morning, 740. That's very hard to get. Taylor Swift tickets are free here on 98.5 The Bull.
2: 98.5 The Bull weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot
0: Country with Ty and Daniel. Taylor Swift tickets are free tomorrow at 740.
1: Hey, Daniel. Hey, uh, Ty. I was uh, looking at this, this article about Chloe Kardashian when she had her last son. He didn't have a name when he left the hospital. And I think that's going to be on an upcoming episode of the Kardashians, whatever channel that's on nowadays. But I wonder, your son's birth certificate, if you don't know his name when he's born, what do they put on there?
0: I don't know. Do they leave it blank or do they put John Doe? I'm asking you. You're the one that's got a son. I don't know. And I can't imagine. And God bless them. Make your own decisions. It's your family. It's your kids. But I mean, as soon as we found out my wife was, was, was with child, we tried to solve the problem of the name. And we had, you know, eight or nine months to do so.
1: I'm sure sometime, though, parents might get into a
0: stalemate over what to name the kid. And it can be tough. I mean, in my situation, um, like my dad had the same name as his father. And there was this thought that we should continue that. But my wife's dad also had the same situation. Do we continue that line of names? And so we decided to uh, disappoint everybody equally and just go a totally different route because we didn't know it would have hurt my dad's feelings if we named him after my wife's dad, and vice versa. There's a lot into that. I know it doesn't happen anymore where they don't have a name, but I guess back in
1: the day that was something that happened all the time because my granddad, when he was born didn't they didn't know his name yet they said they you know they tell the doctor they said, doctor, we want you to name the baby
0: so wait a second, hold on. So your, your grandfather, when he was in the womb, mm-hmm. I guess for the eight or nine months-ish, um, the parents never thought, like, maybe we should come up with a name. And I, it's not like they were distracted by television and stuff, because they probably didn't have well, all that. Probably, You know, distracted
1: by trying not to die, because it was back in the, you know, early 1900s. There's probably all kind of stuff going on, Great Depression and all that. So they took him to the, they went to the hospital. My grandmother—great-grandmother, I should say—Thelma had the baby— and my great-grandfather, Carlton, they all gather around, look at the baby, and they go, Doctor, we want you to name the baby. Mm-hmm. And just, it just happened that Herbert Hoover was elected that day to the presidency. So they said, Doctor, we want you to name the baby. And so the doctor goes, all right, Herbert Hoover Baker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Just uh, flipping you about know, it. Not the
1: most creative doctor in the world. And but- also, I don't even know, was H- Herbert Hoover a Democrat or a Republican? That's a
0: good question. I don't know.
1: Well, my, basically, my question is what if they didn't agree with the, the, politics the doctor's of politics? The day. Yeah. Like, it'd be like, you know, if you're a huge Republican and you're like, all right, you name the baby doctor, and the doctor just secretly happens to be a huge Democrat. It's like, all right,
0: Joe Biden Baker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, think people would stuck. risk
0: that these days. No, I don't think so. I, In fact, nowadays, everything's so planned out in a lot of cases. I mean, now they have gender reveals, they know the right. baby's sex, and they know a lot about the baby. Before they even meet the baby,
1: but how crazy for my great grandparents to just trust that doctor? That doctor could have been an insane person.
0: But did anybody else in your family? So your grandfather's name is Herbert Hoover Baker. Mm-hmm. Did any? Did anybody take that name on too? Like did it? In other words, beca- well, my dad's name is Herbert Houston. So yeah, Baker. I mean, like that doctor actually affected your dad's life. Yeah, it wasn't just wow.
1: And I'm sure my pa was like, "You uh, let y'all let that guy name me Herbert."
0: <laughs> yeah, what about that? Ty and Daniel on 985 the Bull.